You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. The Arizona Diamondbacks are coming to the end of their season, and I am sure that there's not going to be anybody sad when that happens, but they do still have a few games left. And then the really interesting stuff happens, because then we'll see what kind of decisions are made about their personnel uh, once the games have been, uh, once the schedule has been complete. So let's talk to Steve Gilbert about that. I'm Allison Federer. Steve, um, you know, I can't really, I, I just have to ask you about this again, and I guess we're going to keep talking about this until everything has been decided. But, um, and really, it's because they keep doing interviews about this, right? So every time, like, I, I look for Diamondbacks news, it's like Derek Hall has been on some radio station or Tony LaRussa has been doing an interview and, like, saying some pretty interesting things about what's going to happen to everybody. So they sort of keep they keep the stuff in the news, is my point. And, um, and so Derek Hall has been pretty open about the fact that they're going to make some decisions once the season is over. Is that, do you think that's going to be like Monday, October 3rd, that we're going to start hearing about things? Yeah, Allison, if not beforehand, I would think it's going to come pretty quickly after the season. I think that, um, you know, they have a lot of respect for Tony and, and uh, Dave Stewart. And so I think that one way or the other, they would like, uh, the guys to know kind of what their situations are for next year because it involves not only um, Tony and and uh, Dave Stewart but also the other front office people who report to them uh, as far as what then also what their plans might be for the off season who's going to be in charge of that um, certainly Chip Hale's um, situation is is probably intertwined with all of that so there's a lot of moving pieces and I think um, sooner rather than later if they would get that resolved that, that would be uh, in everybody's best interest so I think um, maybe not until right until the season ends but I think uh, very quickly after the season ends you'll see uh, you, you'll see something kind of come out and, and, and a resolution to whether or not these guys are going to be back for next year or not. So Dejon Watson uh, being told that he is not coming back which is a nice way of saying that he was fired um, so did that, I mean, for you, somebody who covers a team and knows these people, uh, did that to you like trigger something like, okay, this is the first of many chips that's going to fall, or uh, did you kind of see that as sort of a random loan situation? Well, I think what happened in Dijon's case, from what I understand in talking to people, is that he wanted to know sooner rather than later, and, and waiting till the end of the season just wasn't something that he was interested in doing at this point because, um, he's somebody that certainly will have some other opportunities in the game, and I think he wanted to have a chance to pursue those um, if he wasn't going to come back. So I think he kind of uh, pushed the issue in terms of wanting to know now what his situation was. And uh, given the, the way the front office was structured, um, uh, apparently there was a joint decision by uh, Tony and, and Dave Stewart and, and Derek Hall in ownership that uh, – the way it was structured with Dijon's position maybe was not um, needed going forward. He was kind of overseeing both scouting and player development, but they also had uh, directors of scouting and player development that they felt strongly about. So uh, maybe that uh, the, the structure that they had initially had with him overseeing both those departments, maybe that wasn't needed as much anymore. So I think it's somewhat of a separate issue, um, but certainly it, it just, raises more questions about, you know, what's going to happen with, with uh, Tony La Russa and Dave Stewart. Something that I, if you had told me at the beginning of the season that we would be here towards the end of September discussing the fact that these guys might not be back, um, I, I, w- I would never have uh, believed that that was possible. Yeah, it is pretty amazing what's happened between the winter meetings and right now. Um, 
So Larissa has said that he doesn't really want to stay on if Stewart is, is dismissed. So they seem to be um, a package deal. It's like what Tony's saying. Basically, he's saying he wouldn't feel right since that's his guy. He brought him in uh, to to stay on if they don't want Dave Stewart. So this is all going to come from, I guess, ownership, and and then it goes from there. Yeah, it sounds like it's going to be a decision between Derek Hall and, and Ken Kendrick and the ownership group as to what direction to go. I think what Tony's saying is that, you know, he brought um, Dave Stewart in. He's had, he being Tony, has had a lot of input uh, in the personnel moves that have been made. So uh, it really wouldn't be fair to just lay it all on, on Dave Stewart's desk, so to speak, um, that Tony would be equally responsible for stuff like that. And so it sounded like from Tony's comments that he didn't think he would feel comfortable staying um, if indeed uh, they made the decision not to bring back Dave Stewart. But again, you know, you never know until these things actually play themselves out how it's going to go. So so we'll see. Um, yeah, and this is like my observation. I'm not asking you to agree with this or to like, you know, um, you know I don't want to put words in your mouth. But when I look at this from the outside and like having observed LaRusso's career like a lot of us have, the fact that he is in the Hall of Fame. Um, I mean, I just feel like if it was anyone but Tony LaRusso, like I don't think that this would even be a decision that would have to be made. I mean, this is – they have – made a lot of errors they clearly are a little bit in over their heads when it comes to the business of baseball and just the day-to-day operations that i don't think that they have a firm grasp on in my opinion i don't think that i think it's just going to be really hard for them to to tell tony Larusa that this isn't working i mean when you're talking about somebody who's accomplished everything that he has in his career that's got to be that's the problem with bringing bringing on that caliber person it's like you know the Reds fans want Barry Larkin to be their manager and Astros fans want Craig Biggio to be their manager it's like if they fail like you really can't get rid of them <laughs> and I sort yeah, of feel makes... like that's what's going on with La Russa. yeah I think part of it too is you know ownership has been involved in some of these moves certainly um, the decision to sign Zach Greinke was something that was somewhat initiated by ownership uh, you know that we kind of read in some of the stories that came out uh, at that time so I think everybody bears some responsibility, and I think that's what also makes this decision somewhat tough for them is because, um, you know, they brought these guys in really, uh, Tony, just over two years ago, and, and Dave just about two years ago. I don't think he's hit his two-year anniversary yet, and that's, uh, that's a real short time period, and I think that's part of what it is uh, maybe more than anything is that it's been such a short period of time, and usually general managers are given more than, than two years to, you know, to, to implement their plans fully and to kind of see whether or not they work out. So I think that all plays a, plays a factor. And again, it's something that um, everybody here is kind of anxious to, to see how it's going to play itself out. Okay. Well, we're going to end this on a happier note. We're going to actually talk about it on the field product here. So Brandon Drury, who we haven't talked about at all. So he was recently named uh, co-nationally player of the week. He, this is a, Stunning slash line of a 500 batting average, 588, 1.036 OPS. I mean, that's four home runs. That wasn't just your run-of-the-mill good week. Um, so that's that's been a he's been a pretty bright spot this year, hasn't he? Yeah, he has. I think you know he started off well. I think he hit a little bit of a, a, a slump there for a while, and I think part of that was the fact he just wasn't getting real consistent playing time. And it, you know, we've always talked that it's tough for a younger player when he's not playing every day to, to make the adjustments that are necessary at the big league level. Um, so I think for him, getting a chance to play every day, he's kind of started to show what he can do with the bat. 
Um, now it becomes a matter of kind of finding a position for him. He's probably best at third base, but they have Jake Lamb. Um, he can also play second base. Of course, they have Gene Segura. Um, so they've been using him in the outfield, and, and give him a lot of credit for, for how he's played out there, given that he had not played there during his professional career. He'd never played the outfield. So um, all of a sudden to be stuck out there with about a week left in spring training when they were like, wow, we got to keep this guy on a team because he's hitting, so, so we need a position for him. Um, he's done a, a, a pretty decent job out there. I'm not sure that that's a position they would want him to be in going forward. Um, so he does give them some options in terms of if they wanted to move uh, a guy like Gene Segura during the offseason at a time when his, his value will, will probably never be higher, um, he could give them an option there at second base. Okay. All right, Steve, it's always good talking to you. I appreciate the time, and we will uh, talk to you soon. Thank you. Allison, my pleasure. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.